Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. This is Wednesday, April 19th. Steve Hall here to talk to you everything related to Liverpool Football Club. And this one is a very transfer slash loan heavy show. Just warning you now. If transfers are your thing, you're going to love this. If they're not, well, you might, but I still think you'll love it. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be entertaining. And if nothing else, it'll kill 10 minutes of your time while you listen to my dulcet tone. So stick with us. I'm sure you're going to be uh, enjoying Like I say, the title of the show giveaway, we're going to be talking about uh, Fabio Carvalho and Keith Kelleher. We're also going to be speaking about Mason Mount. But first... Let's make a start with James Milner. According to Ian Doyle of the Liverpool Echo, it now seems increasingly unlikely that James Milner will continue with Liverpool next season. Yeah, there was talk a few weeks ago that Liverpool and James Milner were were close to a contract extension. Obviously, Milner's out of contract at the end of this current season. It was late last year when Milner signed his extension to play, obviously, for, um, for the 2022-2023 season. And maybe that happens again, but given that Liverpool are looking to rebuild, like they're looking to ship players in, ship players out, have a bit of a transformation, it now looks unlikely that Milner will be passed, and he's going to be potentially leaving the club. Um, that's that's fine. That's I mean, James Milner, love him, legend. Can't you know he's had such a massive impact on this club, both on and off the pitch. That should never be underestimated. You know he's played a lot of games. If you think back to some of the best moments of Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp. James Milner's been involved, or James Milner's been on the pitch. You know, he ends the Champions League final. He's he's on the pitch when Barcelona the four 0 etc. etc. Milner's there or thereabouts more often than not. But given that he is coming uh, to the end of his contract, he already took reduced terms last year. He's probably played a bit too m- much this season in terms of what Liverpool probably would have wanted. You know, they give him reduced wages because they wanted his uh, impact on the side, or is it? to be lessened, but given the injury situation in Liverpool, Ardman has played a ton of football this season, but like I say, he's 37 going into his age 38 season next year. It does look like that, that if he does continue playing, which by all accounts he will, that might not be at Liverpool. He might go somewhere else to end his career. You know, a move to Leeds automatically springs to mind, although, listen, if they're in the Championship, because they could very well be, you know, given the fact how rubbish they are, we saw that ourselves the other day, then maybe he doesn't fancy that. But if Milner is going to continue playing, which it looks like he might, then all of a sudden Liverpool have got a gap to fill. It's worth noting he's played 35 games already this season. You know that That's 35 games that need filling by somebody. Add on the games that Oxlade-Chamberlain played and Naby Keita played, albeit less, obviously, with their injury situations. Roberto Firmino's also leaving. All, all of a sudden Liverpool have got a, a bit of work to do, not only in terms of just bridging the 
the quality gap to the teams above them, but also like just pure numbers. There's a lot for Liverpool to get involved in. We know they're being linked with midfielders, the likes of Gravenberch and Mount, McAllister, Nunez, the, the, the list goes on and on and on. But already we're losing Cater and Chamberlain, certainly. It looks like we can now add James Milner to that mix as well. And um, yeah, so Liverpool, before they even look at increasing the numbers of midfielders they've got, they've got to replace the three, which makes me think maybe they do sign four. Maybe they do sign replacements for each of those the outgoing players and then maybe an extra one as well. And then you can knock everybody else one down the pecking order. So, you know, for example, Stefan Bacetic, when he's fit, isn't guaranteed, nailed on first team starts like he'd become. Maybe he becomes a rotational option, etc. But yeah, it does feel like um, maybe we are seeing the end of James Milner's Liverpool career. And if that is the case, I hope he gets remembered as fondly as he should. He's an absolute superstar. Right then, let's move on to the next story. Simon Phillips, Chelsea reporter, was speaking to Give Me Sport all about Mason Mount and where he's at. He said that Chelsea's aim at the minute is to get Mount fully fit and fired and back in the team. He's had an injury layoff. He's been on the bench a couple of times. But then interestingly, he says um, contract talks are still to come and Chelsea are feeling a little bit more optimistic that the new set of terms they're going to put on the table will be hopefully accepted by Mason Mount. From you know, He's rejected a couple of contract offers before from Chelsea. Of course, Liverpool now link with him. He's apparently at one of our main targets, if not the main target, this summer, Mason Mount. But yeah, the, the the general feeling was Chelsea weren't offering the type of contract and the type of guarantees in terms of playing time, whatever that he would like, more so with the contract in terms of apparently financially as well. It looks like they're gonna go back to the, they're gonna go back one more time with a new offer and the hopeful that he signs it. Time will tell. I've always had the feeling with Mason Mount that he if, if given the choice of truth be told, I think he would rather stay at Chelsea. I think his aim would be to be a an everyday player for Chelsea, a key player in their team and be financially rewarded as such. And if that isn't the case, then he will go elsewhere. But that's what I've always felt about it. I don't think he's one who's actually been knocking the door down to get out of Chelsea and get to Liverpool. But but who knows? Um, so it's interesting that you know, Liverpool are keen to get him. And if he is the main target and he does stay at Chelsea, that would be a blow for, for Liverpool in terms of their planning and their preparation. Now, just PR-wise, well, I know there'll be people listening to this hoping it doesn't go through. Because Mason Mount certainly divides opinion. I know that when we any time we talk about him on a show or we do, we do social posts here at Redmen about him, there's always a very mixed reaction. But if if Liverpool have identified him as the, as the man they really want and then can't get him for whatever reason, I don't think that looks great PR wise, and I don't think it's great in terms of the planning. Because Jürgen's obviously got some type of pl- you know plan in mind when he if he does sign Mason Mount. If he can't get him, he's got to go back and find somebody else, and that takes longer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So worth keeping an eye on that Chelsea. It felt like they'd given up hope a while ago, um, but now given that, you know, maybe a change of management and maybe they're having a reassess of what they're going to do, it feels like they're a bit more confident that Mason Mount will sign that contract. But yeah, we'll soon find out about that one. My my gut feeling is he still signs for Liverpool, but this is certainly something that we should watch out for and yeah, and monitor, which of course, given it's our job, we'll do that for you. So yeah, as soon as any developments or anything come around the Mason Mount saga, whether he stays at Chelsea, moves to Liverpool, whatever it is, we'll have you covered here at Redmond. So, yeah, to keep listening. We have got you sorted on that one. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Moving on to our next topic then, we've got two stories from transfer guru himself, Fabrizio Romano. First of all, relating to Fabio Carvalho, speaking on the Here We Go podcast, Fabrizio Romano said he's been told that Fabio Carvalho would leave Liverpool this summer, he went on to clarify, of course, he meant on loan. He wasn't saying that Liverpool are going to sell Fabio Carvalho, but they're going to they're going to potentially look to, to loan him out. Um, basically, he's not playing. He really wants game time. He's been used to playing a lot for Fulham. He's turned up this season at Liverpool. He's play, Although he's made 20 appearances for the Reds, uh, only eight of them have been as starts. 12 of them have been off the bench. Some of those where the, he's been thrown on for a couple of minutes to go. He hasn't started a game since January. That was the FA Cup game against Wolves, the 1-0 win at Molyneux. He hasn't started a Premier League game since Liverpool played against Nottingham Forest in November, that 1-0 defeat. Since then, he's started a game against Derby in the League Cup, of course, that game that went to penalties. Uh, the Manchester City League Cup game, which obviously Liverpool lost, he scored in. And then the Wolves game in the FA Cup, that's the last time he started. We haven't really... We've seen him fleetingly since then, in fact. Only two sub-appearances, very late on against Bournemouth and very late on against Real Madrid when, I mean, the Bournemouth game was it was like very last minute, trying to throw someone who can get a goal and the Madrid one at that point, the tie was done and maybe they were just saving legs and looking ahead to what was down the line. So yeah, Fabio Carvalho, I think it's fair to say he hasn't had the season he either wanted. Liverpool probably maybe expected more as well, we did, given the fuss that was made about him first when they tried to get him in the January had to settle for the summer. And he was playing earlier on in the season. You know, he he comes on as a sub in the community shield on Liverpool. I think it's like he comes on off the bench against Fulham, Palace, United, Bournemouth, Newcastle. He starts the Merseyside derby and then it was a little bit in and out and pretty much then since since the turn of the year, really. Maybe since the arrival of Cody Gappo in particular and Liverpool starting to get players back fit and fine. We haven't seen him. So... You know, given given his age and where he is, I'm sure it's the first time really that he hasn't been a regular player. He hasn't been starting games, so I can see why he'd want a loan. 
he's only 20. He'll be 21 at the start of next season, August 20, uh, in August, late August. It would make sense for me that Liverpool low him out, given, like I say, the attacking options we've got. I think Liverpool don't see him as a midfielder anymore. I think they see him as a forward player. They've already got five options. Harvey Elliott could be a six. You've got other young players knocking around as well. Alexa Bendo, uh, Kay Gordon, etc. Maybe they would feel like Fabio Carvalho could go do a year of, of playing regularly, see where he's at. Maybe it's even alone with an option to buy or that kind of stuff. Maybe there's buyback clauses, but I just don't see where he fits in the team. There's no real position in the side that you think he's, he's going to be the best player for or even that suits him. I think he's a number 10. We don't play with one of them and he's not going to be playing either side, really. He's not taking Mo Salah's place. He's certainly not playing on the left where you've got Jota Nunes and Luis Diaz all now available. He's not really going to be up front, you'd think. So this one kind of makes sense. I wouldn't be shocked if Liverpool do loan him out and maybe even with a look, a, a potential sale, get him in the shop window for here and maybe cash in. They got him at a relatively low cost. of I think it was about 7 million quid. There was add-ons included that could have took it nearer to eight. Um, I think I think it was guaranteed five, certain add-ons that he's already met, etc. But if they pull get like double the money back and, and let him go and have a career, maybe put a buyback option, it wouldn't be a major shock. So yeah, keep an eye out on Fabio Carvalho. There were whispers that he was offered loans in January and didn't want to take them, but he hasn't had he hasn't kicked the ball since. So maybe it looks like he's he's got an eye on a move, and I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case. Uh, speaking of loan moves, then Keith Kelleher. Liverpool's backup goalkeeper, according to Romano, again on the same show, he says Liverpool could be looking to sign a new backup goalie in the summer. Kevin Keller hopes to get more minutes as a regular starter somewhere else next season. There are all sorry, there are already some teams showing an interest in taking Keller out on loan. He's only recently signed a new contract, Kevin Keller. For me, this one makes perfect sense. You saw the likes of Dean Henderson, Thibaut Courtois. When you've got two really good goalies. The, the temptation is to just keep them on the bench and you know if, if there's ever an injury and Alisson has suffered injuries in the past then maybe you go and get it but like it was different last season for Kevin Keller because obviously Liverpool did quite well in cup competitions um, and he got a lot of games this year given the fact that the League Cup ended very promptly uh, at Manchester City uh, in that in that round and then obviously Alisson was playing a little bit of FA, FA Cup stuff as well Keller has only played three games in total this season of course, those came against Derby, against Manchester City, and then against like Wolves in that FA Cup game. Um, it does, yeah, it, it feels to me like a loan would make sense. You don't want to sell Kiev Keller because, you know, Alisson's form could drop off at any point. You can loan Kiev and Keller out somewhere where he goes and plays every single week. Let him get some minutes in his leg. You know, he's 24 now. Let him play somewhere. I mean, ideally for me, it'd be somewhere where you could get a recall in him as well. Um Obviously, the Premier League teams, there's rules around doing that kind of stuff, but maybe you could loan him abroad for a year. Um, and, and if, if touch wood, it doesn't happen, but if you need to get him back, you can. The scope where you can loan him out until January, and then if everything's a okay, you crack on and you go again. He is an excellent number two goalie. Um, and we've seen in the past, like I say, he has had to play a lot of games, especially when Alisson was injured. You know, I, I look, but it's, it's always, you know, he only played 20 games in his entire Liverpool career. He's been here since you know, 2018. Obviously, started games in 2019. So 20 games in in four years. The most he played, of course, was 21-22 when he had those eight cup games and a few Premier League games at the start. Uh, in, and when Allison had a little bit of a niggle and stuff, but uh, the, I think it was the COVID game as well. One of he had to play because Allison got COVID in around the uh, January when we remember when we drew all two all with Chelsea. But for the most part, he's, he, he has been a bit part player and he's excellent. He's an excellent goalie. He could play for a lot of teams. Liverpool could cash in on him this summer. I wouldn't be shocked if he said, listen, we could do with the dough. 
we're, we're probably going to have a, a shortfall in terms of European funds. I mean, I hope that Liverpool do qualify for the Champions League, but I'd be shocked. So they could cash in on, but it looks like teams want to take him on loan. That makes sense to me. Get him on loan, get him playing. He, hopefully his value is not going to decrease unless he, he goes somewhere and has an absolute stinker. So yeah, certainly teams are already calling as well, which makes you think maybe he's been given the nod and the wink by Liverpool, like, yeah, you can go. Go and get yourself some footy, who knows? But it's de- I think in terms of outgoings this summer, both Carvalho and Kelleher are two on the list where maybe you could loan them. They are potential options to raise some funds and make some money off them. Liverpool haven't got too many players, really. A lot of the players who are leaving, you know, Milner, Fabinho, sorry, not Fabinho, Milner, Firmino, Oxley chamberlain Naby Keita, first four players going and Liverpool aren't getting a penny back in transfer fees. If they do want to raise some money, the likes of Carvalho and Kelleher, Naf Phillips, they're the ones that maybe they could they could think of getting themselves a bit of money back in for when they do go and hopefully replace players with the likes of, you know, Mason Mount, whatever, Alexis McAllister, Graven Birch, whatever it is. Um, I think it's definitely worth keeping an eye on Keller's future, like I say, I'm sure there's more to come. I just mentioned Graven Birch there, just to let you guys know, over on JNO Insights on Redmen Plus, I spoke to Neil Jones all about Ryan Graven Birch. He wrote a story about him this morning and basically said the player would quite like to join Liverpool. If you want to go and listen to that or indeed watch it, head on over to redmenplus.com. Sign up using the code BITESIZE, B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E, and you'll get 50% off for the first three months. So 250 a month for the first three months. You'll get that show with Neil Jones. There's also a transfer insight coming out late. I think it's tomorrow, Dan Club, um, with Toby from Sports Build. He was, I think he was the first man to release the, uh, the Graven Birch stuff. So that's available for you on Redmen Plus as well as loads of other content such as the Bias Football Podcast and the Uncensored Podcast and the Deep Dive. There's loads of it. So if you can and you want to, do go and check that out. I'm sure you'll love it as we build up towards the Forest game. There'll be loads of pre- and post-match content on there as well. But yeah, thanks very much. If you're not going to sign up, fair enough, absolutely sign you, be you. If you can, if you don't mind, give this podcast a good rating on your app. Whatever it is, five-star ratings or thumbs up or whatever the rating system is on your app of choice. It will really help us out if you do that. I will catch you all next time with another edition of Redmen by Tires. Until then, I'll see you all soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.